welcome to the Shara's Reading Podcast, and I'm Ishara. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Miss Erica Pearl. Welcome, Miss Erica. Hi, thanks for having me. My first question is for you, this specific. I saw that you had several jobs, beginning, beginning a lawyer in theater and driving an ice cream truck, which sounds delicious, by the way. It was. How did those jobs prepare you? How did those jobs prepare you for your career as a writer? That's a great question. Well, so I like to think that being a writer, I get to do a little bit about of a lot of different things. So, for example, when I was a lawyer, I would go to court, but I would tell my clients stories. And so I would tell the juries or the judges about my clients and about what was going on in their lives. And so I would sort of tell a story. But that story had to be based on the facts. And I like making things up, which you can't do in court. So I also like doing theater where you're telling a story that's often kind of a pretend story. And so I like making things up and acting them out. And sometimes that sort of happens on the page. And sometimes that happens when I read a book out loud. Yeah. And then driving the ice cream truck is just plain fun because I love ice cream, because I love kids, and so I love sharing ice cream with kids. And when I write books, I get to sort of share ice cream in book form with kids. So I love this job I have now because I get to do a little bit of everything. That you like? That I like. What was it like writing a book with the, do- with the Dolly Parton? That's a great question, too. You have some great questions. So Dolly Parton, as you know, she's, oh, bless you. (laughs) She is amazing because she does so many things well. She is an amazing songwriter. She plays all sorts of musical instruments. She sings beautifully. She's super cool. And so I always thought that she was just such an amazing person that when I got asked to write a book with her, I thought, wow, like I, I really have to do my best because she's so cool. But then I also thought I really have to do the best that I can do and bring what I bring to a story. So when we worked together, I brought my ideas and I brought my writing and she brought some ideas to the table. Like the book that we did so far are about her God dog, which is a dog that she knows who loves, she loves very much, an actual dog named Billy the Kid. Wait, what? The book that we wrote together is about an actual dog named Billy the Kid. He's a French bulldog. He's super cute. And it's about the, he's so cute. He is so cute. So it's about the adventures of him if he had a life in which he got to play the guitar and go to Nashville. (laughs) I know, right? So I brought my ideas, she brought her ideas, and we made a book together. And you know, one of something exciting that not many people know? What? We're going to do some more books together. Yeah. What? Yep, we're working on more books. To me, bulldogs, they're so ugly. They're cute. He is so incredibly cute. He is the cutest bulldog. French bulldog. There's lots of different kinds of bulldogs, I guess. Wait, what? There's French bulldogs. There's American bulldogs. There's English bulldogs. Apparently, there's a lot of bulldogs. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tell your listeners. Research that at home. Lots of bulldogs. (sighs) You just (laughs) did it. Playing pretend with my mama and daddy. If we were to play pretend right now, right now, what characters would you like us to play? Ooh, that is such a good question. No, like it's part 
like want to play pretend right now? <laughs> question. It's such a good question. So sometimes I like to take a character from a book and imagine adventures that they haven't had in the book. So like we could take a book like Charlotte's Web that we had both read or were reading and we could imagine like reading. what that would be like. You're reading it. I've read it. It's awesome. So we could play pretend about that, you know, yeah. or really anything. That's the great thing about pretend. You can start with any little idea. Well, like I you have dragonflies on your shirt. We could take the dragonflies and we could play dragonfly pretend. Well, I I watch sometimes movies with my family, so yep. I just I really like watching series or movies mm -hmm. with my family. So sometimes I just take those ideas of just mixing a character I be, which I made up, and yeah. put in there and see what turns out. I love that. I think that's great. I I love the idea that like when you when when a writer writes a story, then they they give it to the reader and then the reader can make it into their own and tell their own stories. So it's sort of like a, you know, it's like a game where we go back and forth. And same is true if you're watching TV or something and you get an idea from that, you can take it and make your own story out of it. Like it's a chain? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well said. Like a chain. Like one Yeah, over. it's how we that's how we're all connected. Or telephone? Or like telephone too. Although I sometimes do. when you tell play telephone it gets pretty messed up. Right? <laughs> 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 like sometimes you start saying by saying something and by the time it gets all the way around the chain it gets turns that into something very different but like, that's fun too like coconut mango smoothie but at the end it oh cocoa dip <laughs> <laughs> cuckoo nuku muku i don't know <laughs> right exactly it could just it could it could go off the rails but it also could come up with something that no one's ever heard before and that's the fun part Coconut mango smoothie. Coconut mango smoothie. I'm going to be thinking about coconut mango smoothies. Yeah, I like coconut. Yeah. Yeah. And you put some bananas in there. Mmm. Yeah, that's a recipe. <laughs> no, you don't like bananas? You're making a face. You love bananas. I was making a smile face. A smile face. Ah. That's good. Bananas are healthy and they're delicious. I agree. And when you make smoothies, if you freeze them and make smoothies out of them, they're super creamy. Or if you freeze a smoothie and mm -hmm. make it into a smoothie popsicle. Oh, I've done that before. That sounds good too. See, we're back to ice cream truck. <laughs> All roads lead to ice cream truck. <laughs> we're back to frozen <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is it our first time here at the National Book Festival? So it is, it's not. I've come here a couple of times. But this is my first time being on the big stage. I've been here before and done a reading. And I've been here before just as a reader to go watch other authors. But this is the first time I've been on the big stage. Like? Like up there with a the microphone and the whole thing. Yeah. So that's exciting for me. Yeah. You know, this year has been super fun. As I said, it was really exciting to get to be on the big stage and talk to yeah. Meg Medina, who I think you also interviewed. Yes, yeah. I did. And, and RJ Palacio, who's another terrific author. She's awesome. We tried to get her. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Someday you'll, you'll have an, an interview with her because she's super cool. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And also, I like that this I like that we're indoors this year because it's not as hot as it is outside. And I like yeah. that um, we are all, they've kind of moved things around in the festival. And it seems like everything's in the same building, which I think is easier for people to get to. Yeah, it's way easier for me to just think. Library of Congress, right. convention yes, center, book exactly. festival. It's easy for me to uh, remember book festival because I love books. <laughs> well, it shows. And it's a great thing to love. Yeah, because to me, books take you on an adventure, a yeah. journey. Yeah. 
books to me are magical. They're not as boring as people say they are. Mm, books yeah. to me are like an adventure. They yeah. take you on a journey. Yeah. They're like adventures, like history books. Mm-hmm. Take you back in time. Yes. Textbooks will teach you about new things you mm-hmm. might never know. Yeah. So, it's true. There's so many different kinds of books. I feel like yeah. some people who don't love books, maybe they just haven't met the right book yet. Yeah. There's also, like, there's also lots of ways of reading. I think a lot of people, you know, they'll hear stories through audio, through podcasts, or through listening to an audio book. Like, that might be a great way to access books. If you don't think of yourself as a book person, maybe try books a different way, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, don't look at things from every time from the same angle. Just yes. Tr- look at it from different angles. I agree. Or view. Yes. Who are you most interested in meeting today? Ooh, well, I was very interested in meeting an author named T.J. Clune. And what you, I, kind of name? It is, I'm not sure what T.J. stands for, but that's what he goes by. And I went and I actually got to meet him. And it was super exciting for me because I read one of his books and I brought with me another of his books that I hadn't read yet. So I was able to, to meet him. And to tell him how much I loved the book I read, and to tell him how, how excited I was to meet, read the book I haven't read yet. So that was super fun. Or what did people say when you told them you wanted to become a writer? Hmm. Well, I was very fortunate. I was very lucky because my parents really encouraged that. They thought that was cool because my parents are both teachers, so they get why it's important to have writers. And yeah. so they always encouraged me in that. But they also, to be fair, they encouraged me in a lot of the different things that I did. They liked when I when I was thinking about being a lawyer they encouraged me that way when I was thinking about doing other things they always kind of wanted me to do what I cared about so I think they're happy that I'm doing something I'm pretty into and passionate about ice cream is the one I really like I know I think they like that too I think they really did like that we're we're an ice cream family that one was what's your favorite flavor I can't choose. Mm. Well, if you are talking different kind of ice cream like astronaut ice cream the Neapolitan flavor oh yes Yes. If it's astronaut ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that. Really? Yeah. Me I, too. Yeah, at one I've, of the museums, I think. Yeah. The Air and Space Museum. Yeah, probably. I've there are a couple of... <laughs> wow. I've even used You're a toes. frequent flyer. <laughs> even my toes. Very cool. And what about non-astronaut ice cream? Do you have a favorite non-astronaut flavor? Or kind of an ice cream pop that you like? Ice cream pop, if you're t- ice cream pop, hmm, vanilla. Mm-hmm. It's the one that I have to play safe because I'm allergic to a lot of fruits. Mm. I'm allergic to a lot of types of fruits. Oh, okay. I have to play it safe. That's smart. So I don't get. That's. I, I hear you. You do not want to get itchy. Yeah. Yeah. But vanilla, you know, vanilla is under underrated. It's a good flavor. Yeah. Yeah. really good especially if you yeah. mix it with chocolate and yes flavor, it's a good base which is like what you do with neapolitan yes or like if you mix it with ube or mint. oh yeah oh it's probably really pretty with the ube, ube yeah i tried a triple layer sunday sprinkle oh wow it's a thing i made up ah. where you put ice cream flavor mm-hmm. sprinkles mm-hmm. another flavor mm-hmm. sprinkles mm-hmm. and then Another flavor. Sprinkles. <laughs> this is going to be Ishara's reading and ice cream podcast. <laughs> well, 
this one. This one is. What book will you be reading at Storytime event? I was about to ask you, are you participating in any other events? But I realized you are. I am. It's true. I'm doing Storytime in, in just a little while, and I'm going to be reading The Three Little Guinea Pigs. Is it like The Three Little Pigs? It is a lot like The Three Little Pigs, except they're guinea pigs. <laughs> Which are so much cuter. They're super cute. But also, the guinea pigs are very clever, and there's a lot of things about guinea pigs in the book. And so it might not go the same way you're expecting because yeah. they are guinea pigs. Yeah, I, well, if guinea pigs are clever, they'll probably not get eaten. That is their goal. <laughs> the goal is to not get eaten if you're a guinea pig. Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's the book I'm going to be reading. We're going to be in that audience. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Excellent. We're going to be there. All right. I look forward to it. See you there. I'll see you there. Bye. I will see you there. Thank you. This was so much fun. You are Maybe a pro, hugs. my yeah. friend. Oh, that, was so that was super cool. That was so much fun. That was an amazing interview with Miss Erica Pearl at the National Book Festival. So we're going to read Miss Erica Pearl's book, Free Little Guinea Pigs. Also illustrated by Amy Young. There's a little secret I want to share with you for this book. You have to know how to speak guinea pig. I know what you're thinking. Uh, do guinea pigs actually have a language or am I making stuff up? No, really. She taught it to us. A way guinea pigs talk is weaking. It's like, you know that sound guinea pigs make that sounds like weak, 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 weak? That's the that's the way they talk. Well, the way guinea pigs walk isn't like walking. It's more of like, they call it popcorning? And the way you popcorn in the book is like, popcorn, popcorn. It's, it's really fun. So when I say popcorn, you have to start popcorning with me, just like what Miss Erica Pearl did at the National Book Festival. Popcorning's like, popcorn, 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 popcorn. Don't forget the head. Also, when I say weak or weaking, you have to go weak, 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 weak. So when you oh, so the first page shows all the sisters that are the main characters. Did you hear the S? Which meant more than one. This is Pumpkin. Well, I get why it's named. I get why she's named Pumpkin. She's a pumpkin orange. This is Minty. And this is Rosie. So when you open up the book, you meet the main characters that I just mentioned. Rosie, Minty, and Pumpkin. Rosie, Minty, and Pumpkin were three little guinea pigs. Actually, they were not so little. So, in the page, you can see what they look like. Rosie... Is, I think is the one with the bow on the head. Minty's the one with the party hat. And Pumpkin's the orange one. They are so cute. They are just cute. Happy birthday, my dears, said Fair Mom. Now that you're big girls, it's time to you. It's time to make your way into the world. So the sisters set off. Excitingly, they popcorned. Did you hear it? Popcorn, popcorn, popcorn down the road. This is what this is what they look like. 
See? Excitingly popcorning. Until Rosie suddenly froze. What, what, what if they were foxes? She asked. I'm not afraid of foxes, boasted Minty. Foxes are why we need to make our houses, Pumpkin pointed out. See, in this page you could see the girls talking. Squealed Rosie. She started to construct a shelter. Hey! <laughs> Minty laughed. Too flimsy. She gathered other materials and got to work. Card cardboard, huh? Pumpkin scratched her head. I have a different idea. Rosie and Minty giggled. Some of Pumpkin's ideas were different. All right. <laughs> okay. If you look at the page, you can see why they, you can see what they mean by different. They mean different. After a lot of weaking, weak, 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 and working, the sisters admired their work. So this is what their houses looked like. This is what their houses looked like. Wow. Just as the sun began to set, a visitor approached. And not any visitor, a fox. Dun, dun, dun! Well, well, Pumpkin and Minty are just munching away at the dandelions. The fox stuck out his snout and inhaled deeply. <gasps> he smelled hay. Carrots and something else. Dinner, he whispered. The three little guinea pigs were washing up when the sound of leaves rustling sent them scurrying to Rosie's house. And just in time, the menacing voice silent through the air. Guinea pigs, guinea pigs, let me in. <gasps> that's like the that's like the free. Little pig story. The it was a wolf instead of a fox, but we're talking about guinea pigs, so it's a fox instead. Guinea pigs, guinea pigs, let me in. Rosie Minty poked out their whiskers through the window. When Rosie saw who was there, she trembled with fear. Minty puffed herself up extra big. Not by the hair of our chinny chin chins, she said. The fox laughed. <laughs> Dinner vet talked back. That was a first. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in, he threatened. That was all Rosie needed to hear. Follow me, she squealed. To her sisters, the fox was too busy taking a deep breath to notice their escape. Well, it might not be so easy because they're they're leaving a trail. Of what do you think the trail is made of? Is the question. Do you think it's? I'm just gonna spell it P double O. What do you think the trail's made of? P double O. Is it coming out there? I'm not gonna say it. He huffed 
and he buffed. And <gasps> whoosh! Yikes! That hay did not make a good structure. Luckily, the three little guinea pigs were safe, already safe in Minty's house. Or so they thought until they heard, Guinea pigs, guinea pigs, let me in! This time, the sisters kept their whiskers inside. Not by the hair of our chinny-chin-chins, snored, snored Minty. The fox shook his head. Dinner was turning out to be a lot of work, but he refused to go away hungry. Ugh. Well, like, I didn't get it. He, he is a fox and he is hungry. Luckily, the three little guinea pigs already, had already made it to Pumpkin's house. We're doomed, squealed Rosie. Minty chattered her teeth. Angrily, he's just a big bully. We can take him, she insisted. Pumpkin looked around. What we need is a plan, she said. Quickly! Just then, they heard a familiar voice. Guinea pigs, guinea pigs, let me in! Not by the hair of our chin-chin-chins, purred Minty. Then I'll huff, and I'll puff. And I'll find you win, shouted Pumpkin. Find you win, shouted Pumpkin. You can eat us, continued Pumpkin, winking at her sisters. I recommend starting with our tails. Your tails, asked Wolfpaw. Yes, said Pumpkin, our tails are the most delicious part. Now that's more like it, thought the fox, beginning to drool in the picture. What does pumpkin have? Balloons. Look how big the drool blob is. That's one big giant drool blob. Oh. Then the fox saw the three little tails lined up. He opened his mouth wide. Look, have you noticed something? Are those real guinea pigs? Oh my coconuts, did Pumpkin actually give herself up? Or did she pretend? Pop! 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 <sighs> they were not real! Oh, wow, no! yelped the fox. He ran away. Yay! said Rosie and Pumpkin. Minty's just like, and you stay gone. I think that's what she's thinking. The three sisters danced around, shaking their fluffy bottoms with pride. For you see, guinea pigs have no tails. Ah! Look, they don't have tails. She tricked the fox. Guinea pigs actually don't have tails. Hmm, that's one well tricked. Three cheers for Pumpkin, weeped Rosie. Weep, 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 weep. She outboxed the fox. Wow, that's cool. The sisters worked together to renovate Pumpkin's house to make it big enough for all three of them. Aww. 
how sweet. The fox never bothered the three little guinea pigs again. The three little cross that out, please. Brave plus resourceful guinea pigs. Wow, the end. Wow, this book really needs resourcefulness. It really talks about using our surroundings to have that. If she tricked the fox, they like that part when it went stop. <laughs> she she fed him fake She fed him balloons. I get how that scared him. I like this book because they were resourceful, played it smart. Well, I don't want to break it to you, but I have to for the episode. The fox didn't do his homework. I know what you're thinking. Wait, foxes have homework. I know. Well, if he had read or done some of his homework about his prey, prey is an animal that gets eaten by another animal. He would have been a better predator and not be the victim, getting pop in his mouth. He wouldn't have had that situation if he had read or paid attention. He would have had a better chance of success. That in today's modern world, try not to be like the fox. Try to be like the guinea pigs. Play it smart. Read. Pay attention to clues, because there's so much going on in this world. As kids, we are the main targets because we're young. So we have to play it smart. We have to play it smart. Read. Pay attention to clues. Be the opposite of the fox. Try to be like the guinea pigs. If they haven't played it smart, there would be a higher chance of the fox having success, and they would be e a t e n, and you know what that spells? Eaten. I said. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Shars Reading Podcast. Don't forget to like, review, and smash that subscribe button. And download. I almost forgot that. And have a one and have a thankful have a thankful Thanksgiving. Bye-bye.